What is it going to take for this show to realize, hey, man, wake up call, hello, iconic, electric, love it. It was like a mix between like a beer commercial meets like old school porno. It's like voyeuristic. I'm watching something I shouldn't be watching. It looked like something Kate Spade would wear. That we can go cute, sweet, Hallmark, and then we go raunchy, funny, punny. Hello, my beautiful Rose Betches. How the hell are you? It is I, Eddie. It is March. Uh, it's March again. Everyone's joking about that online. March 2nd, happy dearest birthday to my dear nephew, Patty, the lovely son of our other co-host, Lynn and also the voice that you hear at the end of every episode. So happy birthday, Patty. Women Tell All episode. Uh, lots to unpack. And I got a lot I want to talk about, even though a lot didn't happen in the episode. I still think there's a lot to talk about. Uh, and we got to talk about everything going on in Bachelor Nation right now, from the Taylor Nolan tweets to the new host for After the Final Rose and everything going on. But we are going to start with a Women Tell All recap, and then we'll get into the Juicy Juicy. Sound good? All right. So, Women Tell All starts with the um, disclaimer. Did you guys notice this? At the bottom of the screen, there was, like, text that said, previously recorded on February 4th, 2021. Now, why do you think they did that? Uh, obviously because of the Chris Harrison situation. So here's what I'm saying. It's like you're acknowledging Chris Harrison's still part of the next three episodes, yet you're putting this weird disclaimer on the bottom. Obviously, like, now, if you're one of those people that I mentioned last week in our episode that has no clue what's going on Bachelor Nation, and trust me, guys, again, like us uh, Rosebuds listeners, podcast listeners, like, there is a world outside of us that has no idea what's going on. I promise you. I know people like that, right? So what did they think when they saw the previously recorded on February 4th, 2021? Was it disconcerting or was it just like, all right, who the hell cares? Was it to show that it wasn't live? But right up front, in the very beginning, that was what we saw. Now... Side two, two major takeaways slash side notes from the evening. We also have segments. Don't worry. One, I absolutely love um, how they show the girls' reactions in the small screens. So if, like, they're showing a clip and then it's the girls' reactions, love it. Furthermore, I love it even more when they're showing, like, two girls fighting and then they go split screen, person, split screen, iconic, electric, love it. My second comment very weird with no audience. And I know we've done a couple no audience things now. It's still very weird. And this show is obviously very well produced. And I think, you, like, to me, I'm like, oh, pump it the crowd. Pump. Like, you can't. Like, right? You have to acknowledge there's no crowds because of COVID. I think you have to. Um, that all being said, very weird. And I'm, I'm jumping a little bit. But when Matt James came to the stage, the music they played for him was very bizarre. It was like a mix between like a beer commercial meets like old school porno. And then Matt James walks out with his big ass beard. I wasn't digging it. A little, little off-putting. A little off-putting. Um, all right. So the first fight was, or fight. I guess I should overall and say, not a great women tell all. It was weird. It was like, I, I don't even want to say boring. Because I just wasn't compelling. The shit they did in the middle where they aired 18 dates that weren't aired makes me wonder, like, did they know Women Tell All wouldn't be that juicy this year? That they just didn't do that? 
It's weird given everything going on. It's weird when we see clips of Rachel. It's weird that Chris Harrison is standing there. I, and I didn't know, like, how are we supposed to react? Like, again, this is, I think, numbers are way down, too. I think the issue is going to be the next three episodes. Like, no one gives I don't want to say no one. But, like, it, for us, the people listening to the podcast, the people that are invested in The Bachelor, it's going to be tough to watch the show and, like, be all in on the storylines. Does he love her? Does she love him? Boy meet girl. Girl meet boy. Prince, Prince Charming. Okay? It's very hard. At least for me. Am I wrong? I know I've said this last week, but it, again, each week I'm like, ooh, I feel like grimy or I feel like I'm wa- It's like voyeuristic. I'm watching something I shouldn't be watching. It's like I'm peeping through. I'm a peeping Tom, but on a TV show of the national television because there's alleged racism going on behind the scenes. I don't know. But I'm going to recap it, and, you know, there's moments where I'm like, all right, I'm in it, I'm in it, and then I take, and then they show Chris Harrison, and I'm like, oh, shit, there's maybe a racist. I don't know. It's weird. I think what one word to describe, like, the Bachelor Nation, like, this dichotomy of us watching the show and talking about the show and, like, pretending nothing's happening when, like, great grand things are happening. What's privileged is a word? Weird is a word? I don't know. I don't know. I'm struggling with it. But um, I can't be the only one, right? All right. First fight, MJ, Jocenia, very weak. I'll be honest, guys. I still really don't get the Jocenia and MJ fight. I think it was dumb. Ugh, over it. Both girls, obviously, very pretty. We'll talk best dress, worst dress in a little bit. But I was over that. And then we had Victoria versus Ryan. The back and f- this, this, to me, honestly, was the most compelling part of the night. Victoria versus Ryan. First of all, like, who was Ryan? You know, like, it's a shame because we all know who Queen Victoria was, right? Ryan's probably a very lovely girl, beautiful girl. And we all know Queen Victoria. But the back and forth was dumb. And Ryan clearly won that. You know, it's like in school when, like, a te- uh, maybe maybe more college, when, like, a teacher. Oh, God. Did you ever, were you ever part of those college classes where, like, a teacher and a student were going at it over, like, a political thing or a religious thing or something controversial, current events? And, like, the student just isn't winning. <laughs> and, like, the professor's clearly the one that knows what he's talking about and educated. That was the Ryan to Victoria situation. It was just weird. And Ryan clearly won. And everything Victoria said, Ryan gave back. Kuda, you know what? As I speak, I, I'm Stan Ryan. I like Ryan. I don't know who the hell she was. Who was Ryan? Um, But I loved her. I was a big fan of her. Can't find her on the chart. Oh, because this is from night one. She was a new girl. All right. Katie. Now, Katie, Katie, Katie. Love you, Vibrator Katie. Again, like, comeback player of the century. Your intro package is you with a sex toy, and then you're a frontrunner for the Bachelorette and, like, the star of the season? Comeback of the year for Katie. But did not like how much the girls are really teaming up on her. Did you guys? Mean girls didn't like it at all. Okay, then we have Brittany in the hot seat. Now, before I say that, because this thought just came into my head, and I don't want to lose it, and I know I'm jumping all over the place. Someone DM'd us um, saying Heather Martin was there. Did you guys see Heather Martin? That was actually, that was, I'm screaming, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm angry. Um, that was also another thing. A lot of girls weren't there. Where was Maji? Where was Sarah? There were some key players not there. 
Then there was also girls who I like kind of forgot about. Like, remember the Anna thing? Like, Anna and Brittany? That was wild, but that was brought back up. But like, where? And usually we get some of the night one girls. No Santa or Sasani, whatever the hell her name was, who I love. No other people that typically come back and then star on Bachelor in Paradise. So that was weird. Why Heather Martin was there and then we didn't hear from her or they edited her out? Bizarre. But then we see 18 dates that didn't air. So Brittany in the hot seat. You know, you got to give a kudos to Anna in this situation, the copywriter from Chicago. Um, she owned up to it. She apo- she clearly knew what she did was wrong. I think in the moment she knew what it was wrong. I think it's also one of those things that it's like a bit of an awakening for her because think about it. She said that on national TV, yes, but like the term national TV, like she was just saying it at a pool or, or like at a house. You know what? Am I doing a good job describing this? Like it's not like she was in the studio and like – the allure of national TV, she was at a resort in a Nemecon with a couple cameras around, and I don't think she knew in the moment what was going to happen. That being said, like, if she's the type of person that's saying that type of shit, not on national TV, maybe now that she saw it, she got educated on it, she realized how ugly it was, um, and then she went from there. Now, okay, I don't know if this is going, I don't think it will cancel me, and you, I love you guys, and I'm asking this out of pure curiosity. So, is there a weird dichotomy about the whole thing when she's like, hear me out, guys. When everyone was like, you know, nothing, I don't have anything against sex workers. And I, you know, I, I applaud the sex working community. But how dare you call me a sex worker? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, like, it, it's just something weird where it's like, how, like, you ruined my life and called me a sex worker. By the way, I love sex work, sex work, and if you want to be one, go for it. Like, well, what, what, what is the word? Ironic? I don't know if it's ironic, but there's just something weird about how it was like, oh my god, you ruined her life by calling her a sex, work, sex worker, like that thought process. And then the other thought process is, sex workers are great, do your thing, live your life, who am I to judge you? But don't call me a sex worker, but if you're a sex worker, it's fine. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Is there a word for that? Is there a term? I don't know. That one, that just like, the whole time I'm watching it, it, it was weird. Very weird. And it was also tough watching this, knowing the story I talked about the other day with um, Brittany and like when she went on this trip to Thailand and went on this date with this guy and took allegedly used all him for all his money. So I don't know. The whole thing's weird. My summation on this is why Mari, I love you, Mari, you're beautiful, why you came and asked for the motive. Um, like we, we didn't care. Anna owned up to it. She apologized. She realized what she did was wrong. I don't think it was like a kumbaya moment. And Brittany looked really mature. Like, she's like, I'm not going to ruin you. My life was already ruined. I'm not going to bring you down. Like, kudos to Brittany in that moment. That was terrific. So that was Brittany in the hot seat. What did you, Again, that was probably another highlight of the night. Brittany in the hot seat. But moving on. Um, Artie, the dates that did not air... Um, so we had what's in the box date. We had the Ben Higgins pancakes beer date. We had the hide and sneak date and we had eating raw eggs. So that's one, two, that's four dates that they did not air on the season. Someone put this on Twitter. Like, doesn't that show? Maybe it doesn't. So doesn't that show, like how shitty of a job the show is doing that just four of their dates that they planned, they didn't air and they're spending this time on like petty girl drama or 
Did they figure out, like, through the season... Actually, I think this is might would have happened. Did they figure out throughout the season that, like, hey, like, no girls really hate each other. We may have a little bickering. There's no big scandal. Wink, wink, hint, hint that they knew of yet on screen, right? That we're going to need some filler for Women Tell All. We got 120 minutes to fill. Um, you know? Maybe they're like, oh, we'll save this for Women Tell All. But it was weird. Now, my thoughts about the dates... The what's in a box date? Absolutely not. I'm not sticking my hands in a box where like a tarantula could eat off my finger. Why the hell would I ever do that? This ain't fear factor. I'm not Joe Rogan. <laughs> Yo, Joe Rogan should host The Bachelor. Holy shit. A lot of names are getting thrown out there. I guarantee you no one's throwing out Joe Rogan. That would be electric. He would not give a shit about these women. Oh my god. Let's start that. Tell Joe Rogan, tell their people. I'm sure he listens. Um... Jorgen podcast. Ben Higgins pancakes beer date. Weird that it wasn't aired given Ben Higgins was part of it. Also, what do you think that beer was? Like, I think it had, it was really light. I was like, God, what if they gave them like a Guinness or something? I think it was like a Bill, uh, a Miller Light or uh, a Bud Light. Or seeing they're from Pittsburgh area, maybe it was a Yingling. Shout out. <laughs> I don't know. What was the beer? I think it was, though, like a light beer. Hide and seek kit. Hilarious. Okay. Absolutely hilarious. The kit situation. You put, like, a city girl out there, her quotes, which we'll get to One Woman Poetry Hour. I mean, that was laugh out loud funny. Literally laugh out loud funny. Tell me how that doesn't make a normal episode. We have to hold that until uh, women tell all? Kit's great. I think I love Kit. Do I love Kit? I think I love Kit. Wardrobe, I mean, I wouldn't even know, like, okay. There are some people that when they dress, like, I don't even know, like, how do I put this? You know when someone, here we go. You know when someone is talking to you that's, like, speaking English, right? But, like, just speaking a language that, like, you don't even relate to or understand and, like, talking about things. We had a guest on that did this recently. (laughs) I won't say who, but you can figure it out. Where they're just talking about something and you cannot relate to it whatsoever. And you're trying your hardest to like make a connection or see where they're going or try to be in their lived experience. That is Kit in her wardrobe. Like, I'm not saying, like, uh, clearly, Eddie, you're an idiot. Like, you don't know war- like fashion. I-, I know that. But, like, I can still be around girls and, like, oh, like, that's that type of cl- Kit stuff. I'm just, like, so, like, I don't know. Is it fashionable? Is it not fashionable? Is it cool? Is it not cool? Is it old? Is it hot? Is it sexy? Is it flattering? I have no freaking clue. But knowing her mom or whatever, I, I guess it's cool. Anyway, her walking around the woods, hilarious. Hilarious. Needed more of it. Kit should, get, Kit should do her own YouTube channel. She'd be good on YouTube. Do you guys notice Rachel in the hot tub again? Like, like when the camera panned to Chris Harrison, you know, ugh. We're seeing Kit in the forest, and then the camera pans to Rachel in the hot tub. I'm like, ugh. Like, are we allowed to like it, or are we not allowed to like it? Rachel did also put a video on Instagram, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, all right, next person up was Abigail. Frank Abagnale Jr., Abigail. She's an angel. I mean, she should really, I don't know, but she would be a good bachelorette. Um, I love that she's like, clearly, now this is the part of the episode where the girls, like, was she in love with them, not in love with them? I don't know. Just seems like a good, kind soul. I don't think she should do Paradise. I don't think there's any guy in Bachelor Nation that is worthy of her. Maybe some of Claire and Tasha's guys. 
But this girl is like too good for the show. And same with Serena P. She looked hurt. She looked great. Didn't love the color of her dress, but she looked awesome. And with her family providing clarity, there must is there any psych? Mm, I don't know the proper word. Any mental health? Any people that any rose batches that work in the mental health field? Is that like trauma watching all this back? Because we saw it with Katie when she's like, I haven't watched it back. We saw it with Serena like you're reliving shit. That probably was months ago, and you had these intense feelings, and you have to sit there and watch it with lights flashing on you. Like, that's triggering, right? Like, I'm always like, oh, like, it's been months from now. They're probably over it. But then you have to, you're probably taken back. You know, it's like when you hear a song, and it takes you to a moment in time, or you smell something, and it takes you right back to a specific moment, and you can pinpoint everything. I feel like that's what's going on with when these girls have to relive the traumatic experience, right? Because why else would you be crying? I think you're reliving it again. Also, if that's very obvious, you're like, no shit, Eddie. <laughs> Please let me know. Rosewood Podcast on Instagram. Um, all right, then Matt James came out, and I already talked about the weird beer meets porno music. Like, weird. But then there was no audience, and no one else got intro music. Come to the hot seat. Like, I, you know. The music was weird. Um, what do we think of his beard, guys? I like it. I could do without it. I'm not like in love with it. I'm not soaking wet over here. <laughs> but um, I support it. I don't know. I'm indifferent towards it. Don't like. Don't love it. Don't hate it. I just think it's nice. He looks great. He's very good looking. I mean, he's the best looking bachelor. You cannot even, ladies. Please hit me up on the DMs. Name one bachelor lead that was better looking than him. I. I don't know, man. Ben Higgins, good looking, but like this guy, I guess Colton, but Colton's like a type and Colton's a weirdo. Matt James has to be number one, right? Um, The eyes open kissing thing, hilarious. I'm glad they addressed it. Like that was funny. But again, like with all the shit going on behind the scenes, are we allowed to laugh at that? Are we allowed to laugh at the good, how good, kind hearted Matt James is? The guy has an electric personality, and we're barely seeing any of it. The kissing with eyes open, very funny. Um, That was great. Bloopers. I mean, my biggest thing about the bloopers was that they showed J- JoJo and Taisha. Did we see JoJo and Taisha at all during the season? They Why did they cut that? They cut Ben Higgins. They cut JoJo. They cut Taisha, but they kept Ashley Eye on that weird sex date. Remember that shit? I just question, like, did something go on? Was there a new producer? Like, is a new person in charge? Is it because they're not in the mansion? Is it COVID? Sloppy editing, sloppy storylines. Then you got the shit behind the scenes, and ratings are down. So, like, what is it going to take for this show to realize, hey, man, wake up call, hello? Another hilarious part about the bloopers was when he was in the hot tub with Serena P. And I'm glad. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, kids, earmuffs. He clearly was excited from the waist down. Wink, wink. And, like, number one question everyone asks, like, do you get aroused on this show? Like, <laughs> like they never talk about it, and I'm glad they did. It's hilarious. Of course he does. Kissing all these women. And, like, Ben Higgins, oh, my God, remember that? Remember when Ben Higgins, I think he was making out with JoJo, and he had, like, a very large package going on, and they talked about it? That was funny. 
But it happens. I'm glad they show it. And it, was hilarious. it was the funniest thing of the night. Or the flies. The flies was pretty funny, too. Um, looking forward, we got next week is Fantasy Suites, which I'm very excited for. Looks like his dad shows up. Now, I think this could be electric. We don't know much about the dad. Um, I think this could be, like, very serious or funny. Um, and I think it's going to be an impactful part. So I'm excited for his dad to show up. Um, so we got Fantasy Suite next week. And then the finale with the live after the final rose, which is with the new host. And I think the finale is three hours, which we haven't done a three-hour batch episode in a while. So we'll see what's going on. Um, all right, a couple of segments, Bachelor Nation news, and then we'll get you on your way. How's everyone doing today? I love you so much. Let us know how you're feeling on Rosebuds. Uh, Rosebud's podcast on Instagram. All right, Walt Whitman Poetry Hour. Are you just an emotional person? Now, Victoria said that to Ryan. I mean, <laughs> are you just an emotional person? <laughs> I can never imagine saying that to someone. Arguably, quote of the year, I have no concept of time. Kit, when she is walking through the forest. Now, again, like, I guarantee you guys, you all laughed when Chris Harrison brought that up. When he was like, what does that even mean? Like, when he brought it up. And then you're like, you catch yourself. You're like, ooh, I'm laughing. Am I allowed to be laughing? That's that's the sentiment I'm getting at. Um, and a beautiful quote, last quote I have. At the end of the day, we all just want to be loved by Katie. Katie, put that shit, start a merch line. It, oh, my God, Katie. Katie, Katie, Katie. Someone please get this message to Katie. I have a million-dollar idea for you. You take your quote. Your quote was, at the end of the day, we all just want to be loved. That has many meanings, okay? It's a serious meaning where we all want to be loved. Correct. Human connection. All of that. But also, you make a shirt that at the end of the day, we all want to be loved on the front. And it's like, oh, cute Hallmark. Boom. You flip the shirt over, and it's her holding the vibrator. I mean, you could do a lot of things. The merch line for at the end of the day, we all just want to be loved, Katie. That, there's something. We can go cute, sweet, Hallmark, and then we can go raunchy, funny, punny. Get this out to Katie. I'll do it for you. Hit me up. <laughs> I mean, it's a genius idea, if I do say so myself. All righty. Um, best dressed, worst dressed. Josenia with the pinkish pantsuit dress. Guys, the pantsuit dress is such a flattering move. I mean, I feel like you have to wear it in the right setting. Like, I don't know if I walked into work... Or, you know, like, you know, work from home. But, like, if I went to an office pre-COVID on, like, a Tuesday and a girl, <laughs> a lady I work with was wearing that, I'd be like, uh, what's going on? But, like, a big presentation? Yeah, I could see that. I'm a big fan of it. Um, already kind of talked about the kit pink button-up thing. It looked like something Kate Spade would wear. R.I.P. Kate Spade. But, like, was that? That was fashionable, right? But, like, not everyday fashion. You know what I mean? Or am I, am I just so wrong? Loved Ryan's green sparkly turtleneck. Loved it. Is that sequin or sequence? Love that dress. She looked great in it. Love that it went up to the neck. All about it. And guys, get ready for this. I loved Katie's black hybrid Aphrodite dress. It was like a weird Aphrodite. Like, like kind of in the middle, not full naked shoulder. I liked it. You know, Franco's got me going. He, he pointed out the shoulder thing. I think it was the symmetry of the shoulder. Katie rocked it. So I was a big fan of that. What did you guys think of the outfits? Rosebud's podcast on Instagram. 
Um, all right, I want to get to the Bachelor Nation news because it is important and we have to talk about it. We got Taylor Nolan tweets, update on some statements that have been put out and where we're at going forward. Talk about it quickly. Um, but before that, you know, I guys, I teased last week that I'm going on a trip soon for work. And when I get on planes, like, I need to have my audiobooks in line. So that is where my dear friend at Audible comes in handy, um, which is the sponsor <laughs> for today's episode. So uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash rosebuds. Um, there's over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you listeners of Rosebuds, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with 30-day free trial. It gives you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com slash rosebuds. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash rosebuds for your free audiobook. Link is in the show notes. Um, Side note about that. Uh, shout out to the book that I put in my last week on the little video. Uh, this is your brain on food. The author, I tagged the author and she commented on our Instagram video. Great book that I recommend. I got it all lined up for my plane ride on my audible and I want you to do the same audible trial.com slash rosebuds. All right. Bachelor nation news, Terrell Nolan. Oh boy. Now I don't even know. Okay. So for those that don't know, Taylor of Derek and you know, all that bachelor at bachelor in paradise um has been like championing this bipoc movement really been a good voice for it educating being out there being vocal really an advocate well some of her old tweets surfaced from like 10 8 14 years ago with just some vile vile gross despicable language Opinions, thoughts, and I'm not even I'm not even going to read them. You can Google them about all walks of life, all races, all types of people, all disabilities, and it's just disgusting. Now, I'm it's so bad, and I think it's an isolated one person incident that I'm not going to invest too much of my time researching. But she did put out a video, 30 minutes of just rambling. She put out a statement. And I, like, I don't know. Not great. <laughs> what are you going to say coming back from that? I, I, It's just like, it's tough because you had her being such a champion and then all this shit comes out. Everyone's denouncing her, which you should be. It's gross. Um, yeah, and people can change. That's the other thing I'm struggling with. You got to forgive, right? We're a nation of forgiveness. Um, people have done some horrible things in this world and we forgive them. So we'll see. This is still playing out. We're in like the first quarter. Um, but the Taylor Nolan thing is just now that's, that I sit here and think about it, it's disgusting. It's gross. Not helping the show. I'll tell you that much. The, uh, who the hell is going to watch the show when that's your byproduct of it? Like gross. Get the hell out of here. Um, in good news though, Emmanuel Acho. I hope I got his last name right, is hosting after the final rose. Now, Emmanuel, awesome dude, former Philadelphia Eagle, former NFL football player, um, has that great YouTube series, has that great book. I think he's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a lot. He's a African-American member of the BIPOC community. Um, he's on all the podcasts. He has that show. I'm going to butcher the name. Uh, I think it's called Uncomfortable Conversations with the Black Man, and it's really good, really well done. 
Really famous people are involved with it. And he's got a great per- I mean he's part like I can't I don't know what else to say. Michael Strahan was being thrown around. Ryan Seacrest was being thrown around. But this to me makes sense. So I'm excited. I think after the final rose is gonna be different this year. So we'll see what how. Like if you think Emmanuel um is going to like talk about like the rose ceremonies and like this shit that happened on the screen, I think he's gonna be there to do a little bit of that. But majority is gonna be like educating the freaking show on what to do. I would not Eddie's saying this. I would not be surprised if Rachel Lindsay also shows up and they have a great conversation. So we'll see. All right, two other things. Now, remember last week this got you guys going. I gave my little thought process on why and the strategies on uh how Chris Harrison is done with the show for good. Well, I'm going to double down on that because this week the executive producers of the show put out a statement denouncing everything, all the hate towards Rachel Lindsay, really separating themselves. So I do think, and I'm sticking with it, guys, this show is going to make Chris Harrison a sacrificial lamb. Think about it. Chris Harrison has been the show. Okay, Alex Trebek is Jeopardy. Chris Harrison is The Bachelor. Um... When have we ever seen the, quote, executive producers come together like that and put out a statement? Like, we've seen Mike Fleistay stuff. This is, like, to say executive producer, we as the executive producers of The Bachelor, are do- I think there's a great strategy going. <laughs> great by, like, big. I don't mean, I'm not saying it's great. It's, it's gross, quite frankly. But, I mean, there's this grand, grand's the word I'm looking for, strategy going on to... Like, put it on Chris Harrison. I'm convinced. Last thing with everything going on. Um, Rachel did put out a video. Now, this video was good. Go on her Instagram. It was also, like, very morbid and, like, sad. Was she sitting on the floor? I was like, is she okay? But it was good. It was talking about how she messed up in the past. Talking about how she's getting educated. Putting resources out there. Again, like, guys, I think we're beyond the statements, Okay. We're beyond, I need to get better, okay? I laid out in my episode called It's Time the f- the only way this show improves, okay? It's like a complete gutting, going away, getting educated, and, like, learning. Like, you got to relearn things. And I'm not saying this show is a maliciously racist show. Well, I did say that. I said it might. But I think, like, I don't think Rachel's a maliciously racist person. I don't think that. I don't think her family is. I think she's a product of growing up. I think there's a lot of, what's the word? There's a lot of racism that people just don't know. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay at all. I just think people don't know how hurtful they are. They don't realize the impact they're having on society. Because, like, this is is how it is, all right? Um, so she put out a video on Instagram. I'm excited to see what happens with her. I think she has a real good moment in her life. It's tough. She's young, 24. She's going to have a tough, you know, this is her now. She's got to really be working at this. She can't go back to part. She can go back to party, but I mean, like, she's got to really be an advocate for this if she wants to make an impact and realize, oh my God, I need to change. Okay. So that's that. 
the last items I have. Short episode tonight. Wanted to keep it short for all you Rose Betches out there. Betch, betch, betch. Ratings, majorly down. And this is a problem. Now, ratings um, are down to 4.6 million, under 5 million, which is alerting. Uh, I'm sorry, alarming. It was 5.4 the week before. It's like 11% drop. Not great. Now, could it have been Women Tell All? Sure. Women Tell All is not necessarily a sexy show. Um, or could it have been a byproduct of everything going on? Could it, I, You know, I think it's both. I would imagine next week's Fantasy Suites, one of the higher-ranked episodes historically, I do think ratings will go up. It's just a matter of how much. And I'm saying it right now. If the Fantasy Suite ratings go down under 4.6 million, that is like... We have a major problem here. And then, if the finale's down, if the next three episodes trend down, huge red flags to get that low. Flip side, you could still be looking at it like, holy shit, this show has racism all over it, and four million people are still watching it. Alleged racism, you know? So we'll see. 4.6 million ain't great, guys. But we're here. And you're here, and I'm always here for you. And I love you guys. All right? Hopefully, Link comes back soon. Got some great interviews lined up. Please, please, please tell a friend. Please keep listening. Um, Follow me on TikTok. Same with Peloton. Holy shit. I did my first Alex Toussaint ride this morning. Different experience. If you guys want to talk about that, get in the DMs. I'm rewatching Master of None on Netflix. Great show with Aziz Ansari, who I think was canceled, so I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. Funny show. Rate, review, subscribe. Rosebud Podcast on Instagram, YouTube. Lots of videos here. Happy birthday, Patty. Love you, bud. Uh, wash your hands. Wear a mask. Stay safe. And we will see you next week. Rose Betches. Toodaloo. Hi, this is Patty Cohen. You listen to Rosebuds with Uncle Eddie and Mommy. I love you guys.